This episode is sponsored by me, The Meat Medic, and my all-new website, TheMeatMedic.com. New health courses available, including my very popular 30-day carnivore challenge guide and my incredibly detailed guides on low-carb diets, insulin resistance, and metabolic syndrome. In-depth video courses will be coming very soon, and I'm also happy to announce that I have merch available. Crazy, right? Head on over to TheMeatMedic.com to check out the new site and learn more. I know where I stand on it. I would never promote food that I don't believe in. I would never promote products that I don't believe in from a sponsor. Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of the Meat Medic Podcast. Now in today's episode, I want to cover something that I touched on previously in my interview with low-carb dietitian Melanie Walters. Make sure you guys check out that episode. It was a great conversation. Uh, and that's this kind of Washington Post expose and FTC crackdown on the dietitian and nutrition influencer community. And basically, uh, the FTC is essentially calling, saying that these people, quote unquote, well, no, actually it's not quoted to be fair. It's me paraphrasing, but basically being shills for big sugar and big food. So let's have a little look at the FTC pages here. So that's the Federal Trade Commission protecting America's consumers. So this is from the US. And this kind of really comes from an investigation in, in uh, November, basically by the FTC, that's the Federal Trade Commission, as I've said, looking into deceptive practices and endorsements and forms part of their review process from June 2023. We're going to have a look at these articles as always. Links in the episode description so you guys can check them out. So in November 2023, the FTC wrote letters to Amerybev, which is American Beverage, and the Canadian Sugar Institute outlining their concern that the receptive organizations may have violated the Federal Trade Act by not properly disclosing sponsored content. Specifically, paid endorsements from these groups to numerous dietitian and nutritionist influencers across many so major social media platforms. More specifically, it seems the endorsements were for the sweetener aspartame or aspartame, depending on how you say it, and in the case of the Canadian Sugar Institute, just sugary products in general. The FTC also sent numerous letters to numerous influencers detailing their liabilities and punishments with fines up to 50 thousand dollars for any further infringements so pretty serious i think now we don't know how much these influencers are getting paid but fifty thousand is a chunk of change for anybody quote it's irresponsible for any trade group to hire influencers to tout its members products and fail to ensure that the influencers come clean about that relationship said samuel levine director of the ftc's bureau of consumer protection that's certainly true for health and safety claims about sugar and aspartame or aspartame, especially when made by registered dietitians and others upon whom people rely for advice about what to eat and drink, end quote. Now, I'm not going to show you every single post, anything that anyone made. You can find those on social media. In fact, actually, a lot of them have been deleted now, but you can find the influencers involved on the FTC website. So... Uh, here we go down to the letter to Mary Bev. Uh, details concerns around uh, these issues here. So again, you can read the letters from the FTC, uh, you know, kind of page. So the influencers you can see on the screen here, but again, I'm not going to read out all the names. I don't even know these people, uh, but I'll put links for the, again, you know, kind of articles in the episode description. You guys can check them all out, of course. So it seems like the issue here is the lack of disclosure. 
or the lack of proper disclosure. The influencers seemingly didn't do enough to disclose that they were paid for the content, and in some cases relying on very simple just hashtags in the post, often buried way down where like nobody is going to see them. You know, like some people on Instagram, TikTok, they put like a, a thousand hashtags. And to be fair, I'm guilty of it on my YouTube uh, <laughs> descriptions. <laughs> so it's pretty easy to miss like a single, you know, P, hashtag PD, which just I think means means paid, you know, or, or just endorsement or an end or something, you know, just these, these one or two letter acronyms that just, yeah, it's very, very easy to miss. Now, whether or not this is really deceptive, I'll leave you guys to decide that. Let me know in the comments. But I think we suffice to say, you know, the FTC were not very happy with it. Uh, they were they were pretty angry, <laughs> to be honest. I think the uh, the Washington Post, you know, kind of covers this pretty well. Now, the Washington Post is behind a little bit of a paywall. You do have to register, but you can register for free. So the title here of the Washington Post, again, I'm going to put it in the links in the description. The food industry pays influencer dietitians to shape your eating habits. Subtitle. Registered dietitians are being paid to post videos that promote diet, soda, sugar, and supplements on Instagram and TikTok. Okay, let's have a little look at the article. I'm going to show you this video later on. Don't worry about that. So, opening paragraph. As the World Health Organization raised questions this summer about the risks of a popular artificial sweetener, a new hashtag began spreading on the social media accounts of health professionals, hashtag safety of aspartame or aspartame. Steph Grasso, a registered dietitian from Oakton, VA, used the hashtag and told her 2.2 million followers on TikTok that the WHO warnings about artificial sweeteners were clickbait based on low-quality science. Another dietitian, Cara Harbstreet of Kansas City, reassured her Instagram followers not to worry about, quote, fear-mongering headlines, end quote, about aspartame because, quote, the evidence doesn't suggest there's a reason for concern. In a third video, Mary Ellen Phillips, a Houston area dietitian who specializes in diabetes care, sipped from a glass of soda and told her Instagram viewers that artificial sweeteners, quote, satisfy the desire for sweetness, end quote, without affecting blood sugar or insulin levels. What these dietitians didn't make clear was that they were paid to post the videos by American Beverage, a trade and lobby group representing Coca-Cola, PepsiCo and other companies. Okay, a little bit of an issue there. Now, I am not suggesting that these people did anything wrong. I am not suggesting that these people misled anybody. Please don't sue me. What we're saying here is the FTC, Federal Trade Commission, are not very happy. And they are suggesting that maybe they weren't open and honest with their disclosures. Now, the World Health Organization raising questions about aspartame is actually kind of funny because, well, they tried to do this a long time ago. And then my understanding, I'd have to double check this. Look, maybe the fact checkers can check this. I should have checked it before. But basically, Coca-Cola essentially just said, you know, no, <laughs> you can't do that. Uh, we're going to withdraw the funding, basically lobbying America. America said we're going to withdraw the funding from the WHO. And so the WHO basically caved and said, OK, fine, well, <laughs> Aspartame's fine. I guess they've had a bit of a backtrack and they've decided that maybe aspartame actually is. So we're going to bring up this article from the WHO, World Health Organization. Again, links in the episode description. The World Health Organization, WHO, advises not to use non-sugar sweeteners for weight control in newly released guideline. Now, the warning, I'm not going to go through this whole thing. It's a little bit of an article, but it mainly seems based around uh, type 2 diabetes, as far as I can see. 
but they are, sorry, weight loss. But they are talking about, you know, increased risk of side effects, such as things like increased risk of type 2 diabetes, cardiovascular disease, and mortality in adults. I think if something increases your risk of mortality, that is dying, that's not great. <laughs> that's probably not good. And that's probably something we should be a little bit concerned about. Let's go back to the Washington Post article here. And there's another one as well. I'm going to put links in the description here. The title of that one is FTC cracks down on food industry for paid dietitian influencer posts. But let's go back to the original one here. So in all, I'm reading from the article here now, quote, in all, at least 35 posts from a dozen health professionals were part of the coordinated campaign by American Beverage. So 35 posts from a dozen health quote-unquote professionals were found to be promoting sweeteners and sugary foods on behalf of these companies. Paid, of course, but as it says here, the trade group paid an undisclosed amount to rent 10 registered dietitians as well as a physician and a fitness influencer to basically promote sugar and sweeteners. Further down, subsequent analysis of 10,000 followers. Where are we? It's on here somewhere. Maybe it's on this one. I'm not sure where it is actually. Uh, subsequent analysis showed about half of dietitians with over 10,000 followers had promoted sugar and sweeteners to their followers. So if we scroll down on the Washington Post article, they actually did have quite a lot of the posts actually uh, linked but you can see, well, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see they've actually been probably deleted now, um, quite a number of them. So we're pretty much all of them, which is uh, probably tells you something that has obviously been a little bit of a backlash there. So I'm going to play you a video now from the Washington Post. It's about four minutes long, and I think it just sums it up really well. And I think we should all have a little listen to this. You can listen to it on the podcast, of course. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see it in full. Again, it's on the website. You can have a look yourself if you want to. We analyzed thousands of videos on TikTok and Instagram, and we found that the multi-billion dollar food industry has launched campaigns to sway consumers by essentially paying dietitians to do their marketing for them. And a lot of this is taking place right out in the open in people's faces, and it's very effective. We teamed up with The Examination, a new nonprofit newsroom, to investigate. In 2023, the World Health Organization released reports warning people of the health risks of artificial sweeteners like aspartame, categorizing it as possibly carcinogenic. So the soda industry viewed these reports as a threat to their products and a big problem for their industry. And almost immediately, you started seeing these hashtags pop up on social media on the accounts of registered dietitians. One was hashtag safety of aspartame. And in some cases, dietitians would post links to a website called safetyofaspartame.com. So when you get home, check out safetyofaspartame.com. These dietitians presented themselves as experts and tried to discredit the WHO findings. First red flag, their recommendation is based on evidence of low certainty and it's considered conditional. But they love a good clickbait. The FDA has agreed with the WHO's conclusion that aspartame is safe. I pride myself on giving you accurate, science-backed information. What these dietitians did not make clear was that their videos were paid for by American Beverage, which is a lobbying group for beverage companies, including Coca-Cola and PepsiCo. As for safetyofaspartame.com, it's also funded by American Beverage. 
A spokesperson for American Beverage said the campaign was warranted because the U.S. Food and Drug Administration has disagreed with the WHO and said aspartame is safe. One of the other surprising findings for us is that the sugar industry has also turned to dietitian influencers to help them with their marketing. We found that the Canadian Sugar Institute, which is a group funded by sugar producers, has paid at least a dozen registered dietitians to post videos on Instagram on their behalf. This dietitian claimed giving kids candy with dinner would help them develop a healthier relationship with food. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention says too much added sugar can contribute to obesity, type 2 diabetes, and heart disease. Dietitians wouldn't tell us how much they get paid for these videos, but we heard it can range from anywhere from a few thousand dollars a video to tens of thousands of dollars a video. I could afford with the money offered to me from Greens Powders, not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, not six, not seven, eight of these little bags that I've been wanting if I took those deals. Even when creators included a paid partnership label or put hashtag ad in the caption, it wasn't immediately obvious to viewers who sponsored the videos. People would post comments like, who's paying for this video? Is this created by the FDA, by the WHO? Is this the soda industry? People had all sorts of questions. And that's a problem because the Federal Trade Commission, which is a federal agency, says that influencers need to post clear and conspicuous disclosures in their ads and in their videos. The dietitians in these campaigns said the sponsored posts reflected their personal beliefs and that they had full control over the content. The Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics oversees registered dietitians and has its own code of ethics. It says dietitians should disclose conflicts of interest and avoid accepting gifts that might influence their judgment. But even the Academy is sponsored by the lobbying group American Beverage and Tate & Lyle which is one of the world's largest producers of high fructose corn syrup. You just have to be a little skeptical, and if someone is delivering a message to you that sounds questionable, then look and see you know, who might be paying for this message, which is really <laughs> potentially a thinly veiled ad. So there we have it, guys. I mean, this was, you know, a thing that I wanted to cover today, this idea that basically, you know, influencer dietitians are selling you or promoting sugar, promoting artificial sweeteners, promoting quote unquote bad food and being paid for it. Is this a good thing? Is this a bad thing? I know where I stand on it. I would never promote food that I don't believe in. I would never promote products that I don't believe in from a sponsor. I don't have any sponsors on the show. If anybody wants to sponsor the show, hey, get in touch. I'd love to talk. But I'm not going to promote crap on this show. No, I actually have some principles. There's no suggestion that these people did anything wrong. But there is a very strong suggestion from the FTC. And again, you can look at the letters here. It's all in black and white threatening fines of over $50,000 if they basically do this again. That is a pretty strong message that what they think they've done is wrong. I think what they've done is wrong. I don't agree with promoting sugary foods, but if you're going to promote something, you have to make it clear that you're being sponsored. You have to make it clear it's an endorsement. And if that doesn't align with your moral values, you should not be doing it. But either way, it's not illegal to get paid. It's not, but you need to disclose who's paying you and that that content is sponsored and really brings into question what you're all about. As always, guys, follow me on social media at themeatmedic.com. Let me know your thoughts on social media. Let me know your thoughts on the YouTube comments or mail at themeatmedic.com. 
I'd love to know your thoughts on this. I know where I stand on this. I think this is absolutely disgusting uh, that people are being paid or people are accepting money. I don't think it's disgusting that they're being paid because, you know, these companies, they're trying to promote their products. I think it's pretty disgusting that these people are supposedly trying to improve people's health and then basically just shilling sugar and shilling artificial sweeteners just to get paid. I think that is pretty poor, in my opinion. Again, no suggestion that it's illegal, but I wouldn't do it. Thank you guys, and I'll see you in the next episode.